0: Hi everyone, this is a quick message to let you know that you are listening to the audio version of a full video training and you can still catch the replay of the full video training by just going to the link in the description or inespadar.ch slash vqcreplay. So we are currently hosting the Visibility Queen Challenge, an amazing challenge that combines both subconscious work to overcome visibility fears and imposter syndrome and strategies and an A to Z plan to teach you how to nail your profitable niche, how to post on social media to attract high ticket clients to you and how to come up with an amazing offer and sell it without ever feeling sleazy. So if you want to catch the replays to all of the trainings, you can do that super easily. Just go to the link in the description and I hope that you enjoy this podcast episode. So, welcome everyone to day three of the Visibility Queen Challenge. So, you know the drill. This is what we're going, going to cover throughout the week. I'm not going to go um, like go through it again because we already did that on day one and two. But just in case you're tuning in today, for some reason, maybe this is popping up in your feed, you can win giveaways. Price. There is a giveaway where you can win prizes during the Visibility Queen Challenge. And this is what you need to do. Super simple. This is what you can win. This is what you need to do. Participate. Even if you're catching the replay, you're watching in this on in, in replay, drop some comments, participate in the training. You can also ask your questions and I'll do my best to come back and answer your question later and share these slides either on Facebook or on Instagram and tag me. Okay, so today, we are going to talk about the juicy stuff. So, the magic 45 types of content for client attraction and conversion. Because it's one thing to attract wonderful people to a social media platform, it's another thing to turn beautiful audience members into clients, right? When they are right for the program. How to accelerate your growth with videos and Instagram or Facebook stories or stories in general. How to authentically show up and post on different platforms without the overwhelm and do you even need to show up on different platforms and focusing on money making activities and group building activities only if you have a Facebook group, but the principles for group building activities can be used for any social media platforms. So uh, do we have a question? What do you mean with shared these slides? Oh, you just take a screenshot. So like right now you might be watching. So you take a screenshot or just take a picture of the presentation and then upload it to either Instagram or Facebook or to your Facebook account and tag me. So this is like a visual, visual like graph or thing, <laughs> presentation slide on how to start or grow your business or how to get clients in your online business. Step one inner work to let go of imposter syndrome and visibility fears so your subconscious mind doesn't repel clients and sometimes you know this doesn't really hit home because sometimes and i don't know if it's your case let me know but we're like strategy is what i need girl like give me all of the juicy secrets on how i attract clients and we aren't quite aware of how much energy in our subconscious mind and our beliefs actually impact our ability to attract clients And if you don't believe in that, completely fine. It will come up around the corner one day or another and you can just come back to this training. But we cannot attract something if part of our mind doesn't want it. And it sounds so simple, right? If I ask you, do you want clients? You're going to say, of course I want clients. That's obvious. But if our subconscious mind is terrified that we don't know enough and that we're not legit enough to have clients, it's actually going to repel them because it's going to be afraid of actually getting them. And that's what we worked with a lot in my mastermind and in the Abundance Magnet program and in the first edition of Bootcamp is how to let go of these fears of feeling overly responsible or being afraid of judgment when we come up on social media because usually when we are very afraid of something, we manifest it even more in our life. So I was a professional, a professional at manifesting men were not available for a relationship and each time I had those fears because I didn't know anything about the subconscious right I would think stuff like oh my god I hope that the next guy I meet and I go on a date with I hope that he's serious and deep down even before I even met him I was like running these horror movies in my mind of us going on a date and then it goes super well and then after the third date or fourth date or whatnot he would like text me, hey, like, I really like you, but I don't have time for a relationship. I would imagine that vividly in my mind and worry about that even before I met him. And then that is exactly what happened. Each time until I realized that I was part of the problem and I needed to change something, right? And this is going to happen with clients too. During that phase where I wasn't attracting clients or I was attracting clients, but only clients who would pay for a single session subconsciously I didn't feel like I could have a package because part of my mind was like oh my god like what if they pay for a package like a one a two or three month package they pay amount x and then they don't get results and I was so afraid of that that subconsciously and I didn't even realize it I was repelling higher ticket clients and I was just getting people who got one session and of course people who get one sessions don't really get results as good as longer programs and then it just reinforced the belief of oh my god what if they don't get results and it was a vicious circle once i shifted that and once i did inner work on visibility boom magic magic high ticket clients started to pop out of nowhere and it is no coincidence so step one inner work to let go of imposter syndrome and visibility fears. that we have already done in day one Step two, nail your profitable niche and know your ideal client. Because when you can come up with one clear solution and talk about that solution again and again and know exactly what your ideal client is going through and what they need to hear, it's so much easier to come up with content that is going to resonate with them and turn someone from cold to salt. So that is what we covered yesterday. And knowing the 46 pain points and desires that they really have. So we can talk to those pain points, talk to those desires, and again, create connection and inspiration with them. So they Im- immediately know that you have the solution for them. So That's step three, pretty simple until then. And we don't need to make this complicated, like going, starting and going an online business is simple. It doesn't mean it's easy because there's a lot of commitment and inner work, but it is simple. It's not rocket science. Step four, that's when it becomes easier. That is actually the heavy lifting of starting an online business and knowing who you serve. Once you've done step one, two, and three, you have done some of the heavy lifting. So step four is now that we know the four to six main topics, so pain points and desires, that kind of creates The four or you come up with the 46 main topics that your clients need support with which we kind of did yesterday we can come up with four to five or six content pillars that are very often similar to the topics I'll get more into this so if you're confused please let me know but I'll explain more Um, content pillars which are the foundation of how to show up online that is going to be what we do today And once we know our four or five or six main content pillars or kind of the main topics that our clients need to hear more about or future clients need to hear more about to go from cold to sold, we can just use one content pillar a week and within each week, circle between the four to five magic types of content for client attraction that we will cover today. Simple, very simple. Again, not necessarily easy, but very simple. And that is what... Brought the imposter syndrome to many business to what it is today. Nothing else. All organic. We just started running ads, but that is a new thing. The business generated oh, a bit over 300,000 in organic sales in 14 or 15 or 16 months. Then, step seven, which is tomorrow, come up with a bomb.com offer and selling it with ease without ever feeling sleazy. So, having a very confident vibe around our offer and knowing that our offer is so cool that anyone would be crazy not to want it. And then step eight, among others, use video to make everything happen faster and focus on money-making activities. And last but not least, sit back and chill while you see the magic unfolding in front of your eyes. So posting on social media made easy. Is basically choosing one content pillar per week. And within that week, use the 45 magic types of content. Just going to go through the questions to make sure we, I didn't miss anything. That no one is completely confused. The subconscious mind is running the show, says Jocelyn. Absolutely. Definitely have to let go of the fear, Danielle says. Well, it's great that you have that awareness because may, many people are not aware Then they kind of try and try and it's not really happening. I have the fear as well. What if they don't get results and say they can? And I say they can. That's something we also cover within the messaging and at deeper levels within the Visibility Queen Bootcamp program on how to basically put a solution out there and talk about results while still having the right balance between being very honest with people so they have realistic expectations, but still them communicating and showing up in a way that they trust and feel inspired to actually manifest that solution for themselves. And it's actually not that difficult. Okay. The fear of clients getting results is so common. It was one of the biggest hurdles in my mastermind clients and the first edition of the mastermind. And once we released that energy, some of the ladies manifested so many clients out of freaking nowhere one of the mastermind clients made five times her investment back in four months without even showing up on social media. That's like the power of the work we did like just the energetic work. Okay, that's what I'm afraid of that they don't get results. That's something that we go much deeper into the bootcamp program because yeah, it can be a complete abundance blocker. It was for me. I was terrified that they wouldn't get results. If we still think we have the fear of charging high ticket, would you suggest more EFT or RTT? Yes, yes, probably. It's all a balance between doing inner work but not turning into an inner workaholic and stop ourselves from taking action. So the right mix of taking aligned action, following like an A to Z action plan that really resonates with us and doing the inner work um, in parallel. Is this for your personal page or in your Facebook group? Um, Facebook group but it can be for both personal um, no it can be for both actually. So we just want to confirm the definition of a content pillar. So when we post on social media um, we need a content plan and for all of you those are, for all of you who have the VIP upgrade in your workbook you actually have one of the pages in the PDF workbook. you have like a full like content plan for one week of content. So you just have to fill in the blanks and you'll basically have one month of a content plan where you don't even have to feel overwhelmed and overthink about anything. But basically when we show up on social media, we use a content plan to make our life super easy. And part of the content plan is having four pillars and you can trade the word pillars with topics, four pillars or four topics that we always come back to when it comes to social media. That is a content pillar. So to give you an example, um, my content pillars are one, visibility, two, imposter syndrome, three, manifestation, four, money and receiving blocks, and five, I don't know, launching or strategy, and six, kind of like miscellaneous. These are the main topics that I cover like a broken record I feel like a broken record anyways in my content. Okay, is the content plan for a group or personal page? Oh, it's for both, content, a content plan, you can use it on any social media platform and it will do brilliantly. Okay, can we still upgrade to VIP? Yes, you can. Uh, the link is not in this description, uh, but I can uh, send me a message, Anna, so I don't forget and I will send you the link to upgrade to VIP. So posting on social media made easy is choosing one content pillar per week and within that week, use the 45 types of magic content. So for example, if I need to plan my content for one month, week one will be about visibility, week two will be about abundance and money, week three can be about imposter syndrome and week four is how to launch and scale your business to multiple six figures. And then when it's the next month, I just start over. I go back to visibility, abundance, imposter syndrome and how to scale your business. And within that week to know exactly what to post in visibility week, we are going to circle between four to five types of content that we'll talk about right now. So first of all, find your four to five content pillars. Content pillars are typically the main areas of your services or what your audience needs. So when I originally came up with the Imposter Syndrome Terminator program, fantastic, fabuloso program, the three kind of main themes or areas were subconscious blocks, self-worth and self-confidence. And within each of these kind of main themes or main topics, there are subsections. So success blocks and procrastination or self-worth is how to be yourself charging what you're worth or charging what your services are worth or following your intuition or trusting yourself, putting yourself first or having healthy boundaries. There are so many different ideas. And under self-confidence, it was knowing that we're competent enough, um, not having visibility fears, emanating confidence, et cetera, et cetera. So let's just say that on week one, I would talk about subconscious stuff. So I can talk about procrastination, I can talk about success blocks. I can talk about sabotage. Week two will be about self-worth. I can talk about how to be yourself, how to increase your prices, or how to feel comfortable with your pricing, etc., etc. And then week three, let's say week three is about self-confidence. It's all about smashing imposter syndrome, knowing you're competent enough, how to become comfortable with visibility, how to stop caring what other people think, etc, etc, etc. So all of these could be a content pillar, one of these main topics or pillar that we'll talk about during a week. There is no strict right or wrong when it comes to content pillars. There is no like, oh my god, if you do this, it's going to be right, and oh my god, if you do this, it's going to be wrong. Basically, it all all comes back to what we talked about um, right here, yesterday is knowing our clients knowing our ideal clients doing some research asking them questions or asking people who could be our ideal client a bunch of questions and knowing their five to six main pain points and desires and usually they always say the same things and then those same things they keep repeating again and again and again become content pillars so if I take the example of a marketing coach, maybe one content pillar could be mindset, mindset to have a successful business. Content pillar number two could be how to nail your niche and find your ideal client. Content pillar number three can be how to slay the social media game and content pillar number four can be how to ha- come up with a ma- an amazing offer and sell it, right? So you have a lot of flexibility within that and it all starts with nailing your niche and knowing your ideal client. So this is just an example, do whatever floats your boat. And now, so let's say that this is week one, this is week two, this is week three, and week four, let's say you have another category that uh, like undetermined for now, it doesn't matter. So in January, first week you talk about this, second week you talk about this, third week you talk about this, and fourth week you talk about your fourth content pillar. Then February arrives, so we just go back to the first one. First week of February, we talk about subconscious box. second week of February, we talk about self-worth, Third week of February, we talk about self-confidence. And fourth week of February, whatever our fourth theme is. And then March arrives, and we do the exact same thing all over again. Your audience needs repetition, right? Oopsie, sorry about that. And the beautiful thing about that is is that once you have completed a cycle that's about three months long, you can just recycle literally all of the content that you have already published. That is the beauty and the magic. You don't have to like, come up with content for the rest of your life. Most of the content is going to be some variation of what you've already done. And then after three months, you can recycle everything because people need repetition. And for all of you who know Dr. Joe Dispenza, like I'm just such a fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza or anyone like Tony Robbins or uh, Louise Hayes, she's no longer in this world, but there are some videos or Abraham Hicks or your favorite fitness person or your favorite how to grow tomatoes in your garden person. They always talk about the same thing. They always talk about the same thing. They're not like coming up with new content again and again and again. It all kind of has a common root and that is all you need. So uh, I'm getting lost here, okay. <laughs> The magic four to five types of content are these this my friends is what is going to change your life for the best is what is going to change your social media game for the best once you use these four to five types of content this is what turns people from cold to sold first type of content educational content so educational content is any type of content that gives value to your audience maybe because you're teaching them something maybe because you're oopsie i'm jumping slides because you're giving them actionable steps because they're learning something from you because you're presenting information in a way that they hadn't thought of so educational content is all about that value magic type of content number two is inspirational people invest in programs or in your services or in your products because they are inspired. Because they feel that whatever you're selling is going to give them more of what you want. And one of the easiest ways of doing that is to inspire your beautiful audience members. And you can inspire through your personal stories, through testimonials, through, through your client stories. Maybe you are someone who helps people find Mrs. or Mr. Right, and talking about how you were in a toxic relationship for 10 years and it was horrible, and then you managed to get out of it and heal and find Mrs. or Mr. Right, that is an inspirational piece of content. Then personal, we need to connect with our audience. We are not selling a pair of sneakers. We are basically selling ourselves or our service, but in the day and age where many people out there do similar things to us, what does the difference is, oopsie, I just hit the table with my elbow. What makes the difference is to create connection and create a personal relationship with our audience members. Doesn't need, that doesn't mean we need to go on coffee chats with them, but it means that they can relate to us. It means that they can connect with us at an emotional level, and it means that they can kind of recognize either themselves into us, or they see that we have common values and common interests content number uh, type of content number four sells so many people don't talk about their offer and if you don't talk about your offer people will probably not bother investigating because it's the path of least resistance it's just something based on psychology that there is a lot of noise, there is a lot of content, there's a lot of information online. And if people have to struggle and hustle to find the link or to find the website and then they can't find the website, they're just not gonna do it, right? They're going to do it where it's easier. So we need to talk about our offer. We need to put our program out there and we need to do it confidently. And we need to have a super amazing appealing offer that people actually want to buy, which we'll cover tomorrow. So sales, super super important and last but not least other kind of like miscellaneous and engagement content so how many times have we scrolled through facebook or instagram or whatever platform and there was a bunch of like really smart really like interesting content but we don't really like a comment and then there is that cat video (laughs) the cat video or the if if you had to summarize your week with, with, with one GIF, what would it be? Or what's the last picture you took as a selfie on your phone posted below? Or what are you planning on doing this weekend? Pizza or ice cream? Those are the posts that perform the best. And you're like, oh my God, I've just spent 30 minutes writing this amazing post and a kitten post is just trending and doing way better. It's because people need to have fun. And that is something so important is that we need to be very clear on the energy we want people to feel and experience when they come to a social media platforms. Again, something we will go much deeper into the visibility queen bootcamp, but people feel energy. It's something that's very uh, not tangible that they can't see with their senses or perceive with their senses, but your social media platforms have a certain type of energy that can either hold back people or make them convert way, way faster. For the business that Ines, or LLC, so the company has generated, I have very small platforms. Some people can say like, how the hell do you have like a six-figure launch or a six-figure month with only 2,000 people on Instagram? That's because of the energy and that's because of the quality of the content. So having that kind of miscellaneous or engagement posts where people can have fun, where people can kind of think about something else, then the super important stuff they're working on is as important as the rest. So let me check the comments to make sure I didn't miss anything. Mm -mm -mm. I'm unsure what a content pillar would be for addiction. That really depends, Lynn, on the intake forms and what people say in these intake forms. And again, all of you, if you want to go way deeper, you'll get that support in the Visibility Queen program, which I'll talk about a bit later, but uh, defining your content pillars and your framework and your offer is all something you'll get personalized attention on um, and how to get that information in the program. So that's, I can't really answer that question because it really depends on um, what the people who have the problems that you solve are saying about their problems and what they want. Okay. I'm glad I got the VIP, I'm so happy you got it. Because you have a no-brainer content plan where you don't have to uh, struggle and hassle. Okay, well done, you're gonna make a huge step in your business, absolutely. Do they have to be in the same order? No, they don't have to be in any specific order. Okay, let me check these comments. Can a RTT mini session recording be considered value content? Yes, of course. Or would that be more of an event workshop sort of thing? It can be both, it can be both. There is no strict right or wrong when it comes to posting content. Um, but if you are giving as much time as doing like a mini ITT session or a recording, I would make sure that you create an opt-in page so people have to give their email in exchange of all of that super amazing uh, content with several hundreds, they're getting it for free. So I would have like some sort of opt-in where they have to leave their email. How do we talk about our offer if we just do one-on-one clients with a 30-day course? Super easy, we'll talk about that tomorrow on how to create and sell an offer and pitching it and selling it without feeling sleazy. Also curious about this, I don't currently have any time dependent programs, just one-on-one. Well, I started with one-on-one only, actually my first, how many months? March, April, May, June, July, in August, I only did one-on-one from last year, and I used all of the content I'm sharing with you today to attract one-on-one clients. Interesting, I do not engage in the miscellaneous post. Well, it really depends on personality types. Some people do, some people don't, but in any case, when people engage in miscellaneous po- um, posts, it boosts the algorithm, and then the, po- the content gets shown to more people, and it kind of plays in your favor. Never thought to do fun engagement posts that weren't related to my biz. That's definitely something I'll have to try for sure. For sure. Okay, we're done with the question. So let's move on. This was such a relief when I finally kind of cracked the code of what content to post, because like many people are like, yeah, you need to share valuable content and talk about your offer, but it was very blurry in my mind. And I don't know about you, but, um, if something is very abstract in my mind, energetically, I'll, have, I'll struggle way more to believe I can get where I want to go if part of the logical steps to get there are missing. Meaning that there is a part that the universe always surprises us. So when I, when I launched the mastermind, for example, I had no idea Where the people would come from right i mean they come from the universe but i knew the steps i needed to take in order to maximize the chances of the mastermind selling out which was coming up showing up sharing exactly this type of content doing instagram stories sending emails podcast episodes it was clear there were some actions i needed to take in order to increase the odds of the mastermind selling out and the rest was the universe that was going to have my back but I remember that before I came across this magic, this slide, I could sell this workshop for 500 bucks just based on this slide, basically. Once I came across this slide and I, uh, this content, and I came across this, I think in uh, March or April of last year, it finally became crystal clear how I needed to show up on social media following a very simple structure and knowing that there's nothing else I need to do except this to attract the right people to me. And it worked, I mean, obviously it worked. Now let's give you some example. So an educational post could be, for example, three reasons why we procrastinate or how to overcome uh, fear of snakes or three ways you can communicate better with your kids or any type of content that gives either a small win or some sort of knowledge or information to your audience that they're like oh my god like this is so useful or i hadn't thought about it educational content also helps you make your audience problem aware because if your audience is not aware that they have a problem and they're not aware that there's a solution to solve that problem they're not going to convert right so super simple example when we work with codependency Many people do not know what codependency is. They don't recognize the word. So if we do an educational post that says three typical signs of codependency, we are educating our audience and making them aware that some of the patterns or dynamics that they have with family members or friends might be codependent pattern and that there's a solution for that and maybe they weren't even aware inspirational content could be talking about your own transformation or any stories or testimonials from people you've worked with personal content 10 things you didn't know about me or sharing some stories on instagram or facebook of what you did on the weekend right or a picture of your cat like i have a full highlight on instagram with pictures of my cat and some people connect over that are like oh my god your cat is so cute i have a cat too and then we talk about cats and three months later they buy a program. Of course, it's not just because of the cat, but it helps bridge the gap and create create a more personal relationship with them. Sales post is, well, the a sales post, a video about your offer, and it can also be a call to action. So for example, if you've just delivered an amazing video with super amazing content, and then you have a call to action, hey, by the way, if you like this mini training, I have an amazing program that can help you with exactly that that is also a sales, kind of a sales post. And other, like miscellaneous or engagement, really anything. So what's your zodiac sign, show me your pet, or talking about something funny that happened to you on that day, there is really no limits to what you can or can't do in engagement content. Oopsie, let me move on. My Canva presentation has a mind of its own. Now, videos. Uh, Love them, hate them, videos are very, very powerful accelerators. And there is a reason why, when people launch, they very often host live streams with videos. It's because a video um, helps you build the know, like and trust factor very, very, very fast. And know, like, and trust is the fundamental of attraction marketing. So marketing where you attract people to you rather than having to go fishing for people. We don't do fishing, we do attraction. And in one video, how many times have you found someone online and they had a bunch of videos, you binge watch their videos and you're like, oh my God, I love her, I love him. That is why it's so important to be showing up on video because it just makes everything happen faster and it creates that connection that you need to create it it gives an opportunity an opportunity to blah, it gives an opportunity for people to get to know you better to know if they vibe if they vibe with your vibe and if they do they're much likely to become your client way faster let me check the comments here How do you ensure you don't overshare in your free content? I wouldn't want to give away so much good stuff for free that my paid clients get disappointed. It's really rare that, really rare that this happens, happens. Usually there is no such thing as giving away too much content for free, unless, I mean, if, I don't know, you do uh, contract templates, like legal contract templates. And then the contract, the template that you're selling for $500, you're just posting it for free. That's just stupid, right? Let's be honest. So you wouldn't do that. But if your template has, I don't know, 15 bullet points and you share one or two, that's a good way of sharing free content, but not giving it all away. And for all of the people who do one-on-one work, you can, no amount of free content that doesn't require your presence is never going to be as good as what you can do one-on-one with someone so there is no sh- such thing as sharing too much free content okay my puppy is going to be a star yeah my cats have, they have a full highlight on instagram i should create a highlight for them on facebook too the personal stories should be sp- shared on feed. Uh, the personal should be in stories or feed what's best both both okay So when it comes to videos, as I said, powerful accelerators because they build the know, like, and trust. And if you look at basically all successful, fast-growing entrepreneurs, they all do video. So when you have a common denominator between very successful people, you kind of know that that common denominator is one of the variable that really uh, moves the needle forward. You can do pre-recorded video, live stream, Facebook and Instagram stories. And that is the beauty of video is that when we feel a bit awkward in the beginning or very worried or anxious about doing video, which I definitely was, I was always very cringy when I had to do like presentations in front of the class. I did not like it at all. So I started with pre-recorded videos, super short videos. And when I look back at them, I'm like, oh my God, this is bad. But that's why I didn't remove any the videos or live streams i've ever done on my business page or in my group because i want people to see hey this was the quality of the video one year ago and it wasn't nearly as good or like flowy or easy or comfortable as they are today but guess what they still got the job done right it doesn't need to be perfect so pre-recorded video we can just pre-record something in the comfort of our own home without having anyone watching and then upload it Uh, to whatever social platform we are using and once we're used to doing that we can then move on to live streams and as I said some people will just binge watch everything and become your client super fast I have done that quite a few times where I just binge watched or binge lessons to podcast episodes or binge watched a bunch of live streams of past live, live streams that a coach had made and hosted And I went from cold to salt. So I walked in the audience, watched watched all of the videos and I was like, oh my God, I love him or her. I'm gonna buy his or her program. And literally one or two or three weeks later, I became a client. The point of a video is to provide value and value comes from inspiration and providing educational content, right? So when you are inspiring, But when you're giving information that people really need and that they can use and get small wins with, they are getting value and that's the whole point of a video. Now here's the structure of a good video. First of all, we announce what we'll talk about in the first few seconds. People's attention span is really low and there's nothing worse than, sometimes I go on YouTube to find a tutorial like how to create an email automation, for example and I click on the video and they're like, hi guys, how are you? It's so nice to see you again. So last week we did this and I was on the weekend and they just blab for two minutes. They will lose my attention in about five seconds. If I click on another video and they say, today I'm going to teach you how to make an email automation in ConvertKit, let's get started. Boom, they hooked me, right? So short and sweet, announce what you'll talk about in the few seconds, first few seconds of the video and talk about pain points or desires, whatever is the most relevant for that topic to create interest and attention. So we're going to talk about one specific thing. We're not going to go in all directions. And some, a way I could do that is um, today we're going to talk about three ways you can overcome the fear of visibility. So you can finally use Facebook Live to grow your audience Um, and get more clients. Now I talked about the desire rather than a pain point, but I also mentioned how to get over visibility fears, which is a pain point. Solve the problem or provide some sort of interesting information in the video that will give either a small win or will inspire them or will lift up their mood and kind of help them see that they can go from A to B. That's all of that inspiration part, showing people that they can move from A where they don't want to be, to be where they do want to be, and then effortlessly pitch your service at the end or your offer or your product or whatever you're selling. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Once you have delivered value in a video, you have every right to talk about an offer for the people who are interested in going way further. And once we kind of approach a video or any pitch in general, and I don't don't really like the word pitch because it has a pretty negative connotation, but when we approach selling as serving, and when we come from the mindset that people have already said yes, and they just need that extra nudge when we talk about our offer and how life-changing it's going to be for them to reach out, it becomes so much easier to talk about your services or your offers because we come from the mindset of people are there and they have already said yes. And what you can do if you're not quite confident yet about doing longer videos and is Instagram or Facebook stories. I also think LinkedIn has stories now. So doing mini trainings, like a two minute mini training and having a solid story game in general can really move the needle forward. I know people, um, and actually I've done this. I launched the mastermind basically only on stories and using a few emails while I was in Costa Rica and the mastermind sold out. That's how powerful stories are. I didn't launch a, ho- um, a live event because the Wi-Fi was horrendous and I didn't want to like go through an entire launching process. That's quite a bit of logistics. So I talked about the mastermind for several weeks. I used a lot of Instagram stories, the content as usual, a bunch of emails, but not that many. And the mastermind sold out while I was on holiday. Be authentic. People are so, so tired of fake BS. And you've probably noticed, maybe not, but you've probably noticed that the accounts on Instagram now that are doing really well and that are trending is accounts where men and women show normal bodies to normalize normal bodies. So it's not like the perfect Photoshop picture where you see a bunch of abs that is doing the best. It's just normal people like not posing, sitting on a chair where you can see stretch marks and cellulite and basically saying, I am so done of hiding behind an Instagram filter. That is the content that is performing best. Because while it's always a bit inspirational to see a bunch of abs on a fitness account, most people just feel that they're not good enough. And most people feel that it's a standard that they can never reach so why even try and when you are authentic and when you put yourself out there just the way you are either people don't like it but we don't care about people who don't like it because they wouldn't be your ideal client anyway and people will connect with you one million times faster and will want to work with you right they want to know more about you you're not selling a pair of sneakers you're selling services that come from you and have your unique energy and experience and personal touch so they want and need to get to know you better as i said if they don't like you they are not your dream clients so why even bother making people like us they don't like us right who wants to be on a zoom call with someone who doesn't like our personality or who thinks that cats suck like <laughs> not saying all of my clients like cats but I don't want to be on a Zoom call with someone in a group program who doesn't like me or who doesn't like the way I am. That is so uncomfortable. So when I am myself, instead of hiding, all of the people who don't resonate with me, and many don't, they kind of exit the boat or give me an unfollow. But then at least I'm not, I'm not wasting my time talking to people who don't want to, to connect or listen to my content. Okay, also, it's okay to talk about your struggles once you've dealt with them there are different schools of thought with this but what I've seen that doesn't really benefit people who create content is being like talking about struggles while they're going through them from a place of pity party and oh my god my life is horrible rather than from a place of this is what I've learned. So if I had a very bad experience, with, which I had, I had a very tough first quarter, like uh, January, February were tough. But while I'm going through that, if for 60 days in a row I shop on Instagram stores I'm like, today was such a shitty day and my energy is so low and I don't know what to do about it. Like people are gonna get tired of that. And it doesn't mean that I don't, I can't legitimately feel bad, but people who follow me on Instagram want to expand to new levels. That's what they want to see. So if I wait until I have gone through my difficult phase and I have learned the lessons that I needed to learn and I have grown out of it, then I can show up and say, hey guys, like January sucked. (laughs) This happened, this is how I felt and that's how I dealt with it. And even though I didn't feel like showing up or even though I, I thought it would never end or I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, now it's okay, and this is what I've learned. And this is what inspires people because not only do they see that you're a human being just like them who has tough days, but they also see that even though you had tough days, you had the resources to kind of come out the other side. And if you can do it, they can do it too. And if you have gone through that experience and you've successfully come out of it, you can also help them move along or deal with a similar situation and last but not least so simple yet so powerful the more you are yourself the less you'll feel like a fraud so kind of showing up as the person we don't truly are just because we have imposter syndrome so this is what happens we have imposter syndrome we feel we're not good enough we're not competent enough or that if we are ourselves people will judge so we kind of like look around at what other people are doing like oh he or she's successful like let's kind of show up in a similar way to he or she but internally we kind of know that we're not being authentic towards ourselves because we're kind of emulating someone else's energy and behavior meaning that we will feel like a fraud and imposter syndrome will get even worse than it initially was there is a lot of power in showing up as yourself, knowing that what you show out there, like what you give is what they get and that you don't have to pretend to be something you're not. And it can be a process. I definitely wasn't as open one year ago on my platforms as I am now. And it doesn't have to be like that. It all comes with what you're comfortable doing, but the sooner you do it and the better it's going to be for yourself and for your business and for the beautiful people in your audience let me check if we have any questions i hmm. lot of your IG stories don't miss out on a single one of them thank you wilma that's so so nice Mm-mm-mm. the more you're a self the less you'll feel like a fraud yeah so simple we feel like a fraud so we're like okay i can't be myself because i'm a fraud but then the less we're self the less the more we feel like a fraud because we're being a fraud towards ourselves, and it's just a vicious circle The more authentic and vulnerable the coaches, the greater the chances of me investing in him or her. I'm so done with fake gurus completely. And that's one of the reasons uh, I didn't like renew with one of the coaches I worked with a year ago. I bought one of her programs. The program was really good, but it was like, you only saw the glitzy, glamorous side of like, oh, I have a million dollar business and everything is so easy. And even in the group, when we would say, oh, I have doubts, Like, I don't know if, if this is going to work, like never once, even within the content, context of the group, did she say, oh, that's completely normal. I also went through that. Uh, here is how we can overcome it. It was always kind of this image of, oh, well, I became a millionaire in eight months and it was so easy and everything is rainbows and butterflies. Even though it wasn't, it actually backfired. Um, I don't have any numbers of course, but I know that the programs were like not being as successful and not many, not as many people were enrolling uh, as they, she used to enroll. And then there was a switch actually like one year later, I saw that she was sharing much more kind of authentic content. So great for her. Um, I prefer to an unfollowed and have people in my, don- in, in my audience who don't like me exactly. How do you advise showing up authentically now if you are currently going through that tough learning curve still? Uh, So there is an expression, talk about your scars. What's the expression? Wait, I'm trying to remember. You can talk about your scars, but don't lick your wounds publicly or something along those lines. Basically meaning that As long as whatever you're going through right now, you feel that if you're sharing it, sharing it is going to be valuable for someone because they can learn from your experience, you're completely fine. But having a pity party on a social media platform, in my humble opinion, is counterproductive. And then it really depends what you do, right? If if you're selling tomatoes, and you say that you had a shitty week, I mean, it, it won't really matter. But if you're a mindset coach, and then you, for two weeks you rant about how awful your life is and how you don't want to do this anymore, like it's not going to be very productive. So I, I would not do it. But if you can share something that is going to help your audience get more of what they want, or kind of inspire them in some way, and is going to bring something positive for them, that is all that matters is it okay to be funny even on the topic if the topic addiction is serious it's okay to be funny with everything as long as um we're not making fun of or as long as as we're not offending people and a lot of people do very like funny reels on serious topics right but you kind of have to to bring some emotional intelligence to it which i have no doubt you can do lynn Humor is an essential element when talking about addiction in my experience. Hmm, I love that. Okay. I sold weight loss hypnosis even though I'm still overweight by not hiding my struggle. I was surprised. Yeah. And that is something like there is um, there there are people who like, oh, I would I wouldn't buy like a dating program from someone who's single. And while in some cases, that might be valid. It's, it, it's not always the case. Just because we're going through something doesn't mean we can't help people with the same something, right? So just because I still have body dysmorphia doesn't mean I can't help someone else cure their body dysmorphia, body dysmorphia with the power of energy in the subconscious mind, right? And then it's going to be my thoughts around it that is really going to be a deal breaker or a deal maker. So if I'm absolutely convinced that, oh my God, I'm helping people with body dysmorphia, but I still have a bit of body dysmorphia, so I'm a fraud and I can't do it. This is what I'm going to attract, but I can also see it as I've got body dysmorphia, but it's 1 million times better now than it was two years ago. So I can help people, their body dysmorphia too because i know how to get better and i'm still a work in progress but that's fine right and that is applicable to anything i can help people grow their business and i know many coaches who have clients who make more money than them and it doesn't matter because that coach knows how to coach someone else to make more money and that's all the client cares about and i know quite a few coaches who have clients who make more money than them and the clients don't mind because what they want is a solution and as long as they're getting the solution it's all that matters <laughs> okay going to move on and I'm, I'm going to answer the question at the end because i don't want to go away over an hour again i want to be respectful of your time so show up showing up and posting on different platforms so first of all i say choose two of your favorite platforms only assuming that you want to show up on more. You can have one platform and I actually recommend having one platform only because the more platforms we have, the more we scatter our energy and the more time consuming it becomes. So if you wanna focus on one platform, fantastic. If you want to have more than one platforms, I would not have more than two unless you have a VA or a team member that can support you. So choose one or two platforms where your clients are likely to hang out fun fact your clients are very likely to be on facebook or instagram unless maybe you do like super high level corporate coaching and then you should probably hang out on linkedin right and then within one week use the 45 types of content that you we've just mentioned and at least one sales post a week bare minimum you need to talk about your offer right And most of your content people don't see it because hey, algorithm. If they follow 2,000 people, they're not going to see 2,000 posts a day because Instagram or Facebook is going to choose what content to put in front of their eyes. So that's the bare minimum, at least one sales post a week. Showing up daily um, is important. However, and this is also kind of a caution thing, I write down here three to four weekly posts on Instagram with no stories is not enough. Yes and no. It also depends on your energy. So if it feels good to you to post three to four times a week and more becomes overwhelming, it is completely counterproductive to show up more than three to four times a week because if we feel kind of the burden of having to post and having to show up and having to produce content, that energy is actually going to backfire. However, especially in the very earlier state, the early stages of a social media platform, when the algorithm is kind of favoring us because it's a new account, posting three to four times a week and mixing like including Instagram stories is really going to help you gain more traction. But I really want to bring a word of caution here that, First of all, if you already have a social media platform that is going strong, you can probably afford to post less, right? Because you're cruising, the people are there, you're consistently having growth. Second of all, if you feel like it's an absolute drag to show up, it's that energy is going to be the most counterproductive thing ever. So less is more, but as a general rule, if we're only posting three to four times a week, never showing our face, not doing videos, not doing Instagram stories, in my humble opinion, it's not going to be the most productive way of growing a social media platform. So I would recommend at least uh, involving a bit of story game or some lives or some videos, which is going to really help your content reach more people and turn people from cold to sold. And if you choose two platforms, you can very easily repost the same content on different platforms or repurpose a video and turn it into a post or take a post and turn it into a video. So you don't have to to have different types of um, different content or different posts for all of your different platforms. That's not necessary. It's just adding some extra work. Um, I truly believe that the algorithm couldn't care less uh, the algorithm, (laughs) the universe couldn't care less how many times a week you post and this is something I really focus in on all of my programs because when we are convinced that we have to do something for our business to work we kind of get trapped we become a slave to our own rules and to our own beliefs when we truly believe that the universe could not care less if we post two times or six times And we have the strong belief that people always find us. That is all we need to be successful. And this is something I focus on more and more and more in all of my programs. Because what I do is that I test something. And if it works for me, I teach it to my clients. And I have tested this concept thoroughly throughout the last two and three months. The business has never done so well. And I have never never worked so little. And if I can do it, you can do the same. So money-making activities. There are some activities in your business that move the needle forward and we call them money-making activities. And there are some activities that don't move the needle forward at all and sometimes are used as a subtle procrastination mechanism. So money-making activities are these, posting on social media and selling daily. So when I say selling daily, and I'm sorry if I'm being redundant and if I already said this before, but selling daily doesn't mean be like, hey buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Okay, that's just sleazy. That's sleazy daily. Selling daily, selling, I can't say this word, selling daily can be posting a sales post, could be doing a live training or a video and at the end of the video saying, hey, if this was interesting or if you want more support, just send me a message or book a call with me. It can be sending an email that has a ps with the link to your calendar to book a call as well all of that are selling activities even when you post content that is inspirational and or that is very valuable and the last line is this is exactly what we will do in my program this is considered as selling And many, many, many people will tell you one of the biggest mistakes that people do that is not moving the business forward is that they're not talking about their offer. Other money making activity is doing Facebook or Instagram stories, doing lives, doing videos, hosting events, emailing your list, promoting your freebie in various places, working on your offer, et cetera, et cetera. No no money or non-money making activities are working on our website for weeks and weeks, waiting until it's perfect before we put it out there, sorting out documents or ordering, ordering our Google Drive uh, folders, reading books or doing a bunch of extra certifications because of imposter syndrome but we actually don't really need them, buying a bunch of expensive software, uh, setting up the back end for ages and ages with a bunch of stuff we don't even need, spending a bunch of money on branding, even though we haven't built the authority part, all of those are activities that actually don't move the needle forward. I know one coach who built a million dollar business with no no like nice pictures or no branding photos. Uh, she did have a one page website And not all of the fluff, like sophisticated software and funnels that some people think you actually need. So these are the activities we want to be focusing on on a daily and weekly basis that actually um, move the needle. So group building activities. And when I say group building, those principles are applicable to any social media platform that you're hanging out on. So if you have an Instagram account, or a facebook business account or whatever all of these tips are applicable so posting in other groups and making yourself visible there was a super funny anecdote of the pinterest woman so the pinterest woman i don't know her name because it's the pinterest woman is a lovely lady who posts about pinterest in a bunch of groups so what she does is that she always has super valuable and actionable tips on how to use Pinterest to grow your business. So I personally don't use Pinterest, but I see her Pinterest posts everywhere. So if one day I decide to use Pinterest, she is going to be the first person I contact because I've seen her everywhere and her posts are very valuable and she's just nice putting valuable content out there. And I already kind of like her and know her because I've seen her post so often and trust her. That is the power of making yourself visible on other platforms, should you want to. That's one of the things we can do in the beginning to grow our audience. So posting valuable content in other groups. And again, I don't know if you heard it before because there was the the glitch, but in bootcamp and in the mastermind, actually it was a mastermind resource only, but we are moving it to bootcamp too. Now we have this amazing Excel file that me and my team created with a list of like 40 or 50 Facebook groups and all of the promo rules. So what day you're allowed to promo what and where and when. So it makes it super easy to know what you can post where. Talking about your group or any social media platform doesn't matter. It can be a YouTube channel or like a TikTok account on on Instagram or Facebook or business pages or having that group on your website. So when people arrive on your website, they have the link um talking about it in your freebie and the emails you send or in a post or having a link to your Instagram or whatever platform um having a link to your group or whatever platform you want to send people to on Instagram if you have Instagram so kind of making sure that people can easily move from one place to another where you want them to hang out and also use your personal profile um on Facebook but I think it must be public to do that and there's also like a a bonus uh, mini training in bootcamp on how to optimize your personal profile for optimal conversions and for people to see you as an expert in what you do. So before I talk about bootcamp, I'm going to go through your questions. Ines, who do you recommend for energy work? Uh, EFT, you can go on the official website which is emofree.com, super simple. And anything that uses the power of the subconscious mind. I use a lot of video tutorials, uh, YouTube like videos on like, guided meditations, um, quite a few NLP books as well that really, really helped me. Inner work, and how did I forget this, inner work is a money-making activity because when we have all of the strategies right and it's not working, it's because it's energetic um someone asked how do you decide whether to make a group or not it's really up to you so some people hate facebook um, and they can't be bothered with having a group and they like instagram better so they don't have a facebook group and that's completely fine so groups are very good funnels uh groups can be very 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 powerful funnels and can be a very good way of putting content in front of your people and converting audience members into clients. So if you like Facebook, and if you like the idea of having a Facebook group and people hanging out in there in one place, that's when you would decide to have one, but it's really like personal preference. Can you recommend a good NLP book? Yes, it's called Heart of the Mind. I can't remember the author, but there's only one book called that. What was that a website again? mofree.com. It's Gary Craig's official EFT website. Let's, take about, let's, let's talk about Visibility Queen Bootcamp. So it still blows my mind that I got my first client one year and 20 days ago exactly. It was the 19th of May, 2020. And I basically want to teach you everything I've learned at a much deeper level than what we can cover within this five-day challenge. And that includes the how much, how much have I invested in the business? pretty astronomical amount. I think over 40 or 45,000 invested in coaches and programs and energetic work. All of that, that you will get, of course, once you, if you decide to join the Visibility Queen Bootcamp. It's an amazing 12-week group program for female entrepreneurs or anyone who identifies as a female who either want to start their online business and get their first clients or grow their business and increase their monthly income. So bootcamp, is what I use in the mastermind. So everyone who is in the mastermind gets bootcamp. And in the first edition of the mastermind that we run from January to April, it was absolute madness, absolute madness, because the structure was actually very, very similar to bootcamp in terms of what is included in weekly calls. And some of them got their first high ticket client within six to eight weeks, and then another high ticket clients within another few weeks. And then they basically made their investment back on the entire mastermind. So it's eight modules to set you up for five to six to seven figure incomes because the foundations of a successful business are the same regardless of to what extent you want to scale it. Weekly calls, so even outside of all of the content um, that you get through Bootcamp, camp you can also drop all of your questions on the weekly calls and we have extra calls and more energetic work and manifestation work for those of you who want to be a VIP. Bonus is worth over a thousand dollars and we recently upgraded the entire program meaning that you have advanced mastermind content too. And the super cool thing about bootcamp is that it's just not another marketing program that tells you what to do in a super awful rigid structure where if it doesn't feel aligned, it's not going to work. Instead, you combined manifestation and strategy so you can work less and attract more clients from the quantum field because we don't go fishing. We do attraction. We don't do fishing. And it is absolutely outstanding what we can manifest out of the universe once we are aligned and our energy is high. One of the mastermind ladies, it's hilarious actually, made five times her investment back on the mastermind before even starting on social media, just through energetic shifts. So that was pretty outstanding. So it's all about letting go of limiting beliefs and staying in alignment. So your business is always expanding and attracting, even when you're having a bad day, even when you're taking two weeks off to spend more time with your family or your children, your business doesn't depend on your presence 24/7 to be successful. And that is one of the keys to be able to grow and scale without burning out, creating a business that feels good to you instead of having to follow a rigid framework that doesn't necessarily float your boat and creating the same foundations that the mastermind queens are getting right now. You can already sneak in if you're someone like me who sneaks in early. The link with all of the details and everything you'll get is in the description of this live. Um, but the doors will officially open on Sunday. So now what we will cover tomorrow is how to come up with an amazing offer that people are dying to invest in and how to effortlessly sell it without ever feeling sleazy or without ever having to send in cold DMs, as well as kind of all of the, oopsie, the back end and tech for a business that that runs itself while you chill out. All of the, biz- the backend and tech for people to book with you effortlessly, how to set up payment plans, how to kind of create automations and all of the technical stuff that can sometimes be super overwhelming when we don't know how to do it, but is actually pretty, pretty simple. So your challenge for today is to go to the pin post that will be uh, pinned in a few moments at the top of the group, come up with at least two, but ideally four or five content pillars for your audience. So, content pillars that you can share in your content plan and giving us an example of an educational post just to plant the seeds of what I, an idea could be. For example, three ways to overcome procrastination, three ways AVA can help you in your business. The title is enough, you don't have to write the entire post, but just an idea of an educational post. So this is it. Let me see if there are any more questions. Uh, hmm, hmm. Bertia is slaying the game, heart of the mind and emmafree.com, exactly. That's it, okay, so if we have any questions, it's now and ever, alligator. I'm going to stop the screen share. And if you don't have any questions, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'm so, so, so happy to have all of you here. And if, I don't know if it's night or day where you live, but I wish you either a beautiful, wonderful day or an amazing evening. And we will see each other tomorrow on how to create a super amazing, compelling offer from scratch. Even if you haven't worked with that many people yet and how to sell it without the sleaze factor. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see all of you tomorrow and on Friday. Have a beautiful day or evening. And yeah, that's it. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you are a visual learner or if you want to sit down and take some notes, you can still catch the full video presentation of this challenge by going to the link in the description or going to inespadar.ch slash vqcreplays in one word and you will find all of the video trainings there. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.